The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Turn off on the fan. I've got good news for you. Is this thing on? It is. Good news is uh, you get bonus CNC tonight. Chuck and turn off till 6.30. Chuck demanded extra time before we walk things right up to Georgia Tech pregame, the Ramblin' Wreck tip-off show, the Battle of Techs, Georgia Tech and Virginia Tech, coming up at 7 o'clock on the FAN. The 4 o'clock hour of this program is presented by Entry Point Doors and Windows. Atlanta's local expert for entry doors and windows. They're Atlanta's best for a reason. Go to entrypointatlanta.com for a free estimate. Coming up around 4.30, we will play the Valentine's Day edition of What's in My Mouth. A day late. Calendars are tough for us to, to read, so we will play the Valentine's Day edition on February the 15th. Mm, sounds delicious. Can't wait. Chuck uh, has a college football today that I'm sure will be delicious as well. Coming up in five minutes, what can we look forward to? One question I said would determine more than anything else for the 2022 college season, and the answer was no. Mm, sounds delicious. Sold it. I liked it. I liked it a lot. So you want to make one thing clear to Falcon fans getting ready for their quarterback to be named, found, materialized. He has to have one thing on his resume. Uh, if you want to win a Super Bowl, and do you? I would hope so. Is that, is that oh, rhetorical? Oh, I'm just making sure because I want to tell you, Matt, mm. quarterbacks drafted in the past 20 years who have won Super Bowls. Let me give you some names. All right. These are all the quarterbacks drafted in the past 20 drafts, then won a Super Bowl. Ben Roethlisberger, Eli Manning, Drew Brees, A.A. Ron, Flacco, Russell, Nick Foles, Patrick Mahomes, Matt Stafford. There are nine of them. That's it. Put another way, quarterbacks drafted in the past 20 years who have won Super Bowls. Miami of Ohio, Ole Miss, Purdue, Cal Berkeley, Delaware, mm -hmm. NC State and Wisconsin, Arizona, Texas Tech, Georgia. If you look at who has won Super Bowls the past 20 years, only one, Matt Stafford, has played at what you would call an elite recruiter in college, which means it wasn't just him that went there and decided to play for three or four years. He went to a place where a lot of elite guys play. Nine quarterbacks drafted have won Super Bowls in the past two decades. One of them played in a situation like Matt Stafford. You know what all the rest who have won titles have done? They're a quarterback who had a lot of snaps and did almost all the work. There is three words elevated their program. There is a phrase we have used that before, a quarterback who elevated his program. Aaron and Cal, they were the only team to really challenge USC in that window. Closest Ole Miss has ever come to Atlanta? Eli, until guard stepped on his foot. Big Ben. Matt, Miami of Ohio won 13 games, finished in the top 10 nationally. Like in the coaches poll, they all went, yep, Miami of Ohio, number nine. Not a coincidence. It's not unrelated. It's not an interesting factoid. It is a big, big, big part 
of developing a quarterback's mindset. He looks around and says, this is all on me. Now, it isn't, but that mindset that by the time he's about nine, he's looking around at the line of scrimmage going, well, I guess it's me again. Folks, winning titles. It's not just one or two. It's all but Matt Stafford. Miami of Ohio, Delaware, Arizona. Folks, this is this is a thread. So sorry, Anthony Richardson. Oh wow. Right, so, <laughs> He's done. So, like Hendon Hooker? Oh no. Give me all the Hendon Hooker you can get because you know what he did? He went there and elevated his program. And so you're talking about a guy that he didn't have NFL talent everywhere around him. There is a thread that runs through it. Find it. Grayson McCall. Well, Coastal Carolina, can you count on that? Hell yes, I can count on somebody who played at Coastal Carolina to reflect his ability to be quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't care where you went. It'd be nice. Like Josh Allen went to Wyoming. That was almost held against him at the time. Trey Lance, North Dakota State, was almost held against him. the program. When you look around and you have to do almost everything, that is a big, big deal for a quarterback's brain. So then do Joe Burrow for me because he raised LSU, but he had the most talent around him that I can ever remember. So that becomes an intriguing one. I can argue. And win a Super Bowl. I know he's been, and he yeah. was this close well, this, this year. Here's what I would say about this. We can't do he didn't win a Super Bowl. He was in the I know. game. I'm they, just, I know. I would say it this way. I would help you rewrite your topic. It helps you move past CJ Stroud, Bryce Young too. I can't. I think everything is so individual. I would say this. If you get to a Super Bowl, what happens on that Sunday, figure it out when you get there. Joe Burrow is an example of, like, I think he's elevated his NFL team more than he had to his college team. Does that make sense? I, I agree with that. He's Not fantastic. To say that Jamar and T. Higgins are nice. He's overcome two crappy offensive lines in two years to get to a Super uh-huh. Bowl and then come within an eyelash of another Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Jalen Hurts played at two dominant programs, if you think about talent around him at Alabama and Oklahoma. He's in a Super Bowl. So I, I'm with you that I, I like you when you can elevate your game. I'm not going to hold it against other guys, the Anthony, I'm the just saying there's only one. There's here's, one. Here's the Anthony Richardson thing. And I'm not a talent evaluator, so I'm dead wrong most of the times on this stuff. I watch Anthony Richardson, and I don't understand what the hullabaloo is, other than his size, and he can throw the ball 1,000 yards. There's nothing I see in him that says that's an NFL quarterback compared to the projectables of Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. There are things you saw and went, okay, I get it. High completion percentage or a big arm or mobility. Anthony's got those things. But the completion percentage wasn't there. I don't think he made anybody better. It's a weird deal with Richardson. strong arm. He can take a hit. He's very big. He can run fast. But he's not a prize fighter. I mean, I'm glad he can take a hit. And maybe somebody will mold him. Cam won an MVP and took Carolina to the Super Bowl. So... But he also won a Heisman and was dominant in college. Uh Absolutely. But but he is... Since Cam came out, everybody's like, all right, where's Cam? Like, when Tebow left, Urban Meyer was kind of funny. He was like... I'll never have another guy like Tim Tebow on my roster. I'm like, he's wearing 13. He's like like two guys down in the team photo. He's right there in the quarterback room. And so after Cam and Auburn and 50 touchdowns and all that, um, everybody gets compared to him. He's he's a big guy who can run. He's got a strong arm. He ain't anywhere close to an NFL quarterback. I would agree. Hey, golfers. The Fan and Bears Best Atlanta, we're here with an invitation for you to kick off your golf season with the Chili Dip Open. The Chili Dip Open. It's, no, it's Chili Dip. The what? Chili Dip Open. Chili Dip Open. Right. Nick said that. Not sure that's what you said. I heard Nick say that. Pretty sure that is what I said. He did say that. Pretty sure that you need to get your hearing checked. I don't like when they fight. Uh, The Chili Dip Open benefits First Team Metro Atlanta. The Chili Dip Open. Building game changers by empowering kids and teens through golf. 
We'll tee off on Friday, March 10th at noon with a shotgun start. Your foursome includes green fees at one of Metro Atlanta's finest courses, post-round trophies, great raffle prizes, and, of course, chili. Don't wait and risk missing the first big golf tournament of 2023. Book your foursome today at golfnow.com or at bearsbestatlanta.com. It's the Chili Dip Open, benefiting first-team Metro Atlanta, Friday, March 10th at Bears Best Atlanta, brought to you by Bears Best. Harris Cherokee Casinos and Resort. Hennessy Jaguar, Land Rover, Gwinnett, along with Kroger. Beaver hey, and feel free to embellish and talk about all of the great stuff at Kroger. I would always embellish, oh. but I wouldn't have to because Kroger's got great stuff. Where was I? Oh, yeah, in the middle of the read. Also brought to you by Beaver Toyota, Anderson Power Services, and Tito's Handmade Vodka. Off his back foot, caught, touchdown! Chuck Oliver's College Football Today. Brought to you by Duffy Realty of Atlanta. Because... Money matters. Let's go break. I got that Clemson thing. I'll come back to that a little bit. I was going to make a point about Antonio Williams and the fact that he was able to. That was my number one question was, is Clemson still Clemson? The answer was no, they're not. Hmm. Uh, and they're actually similar to Alabama, how they kind of, they didn't close the gap with Georgia. It, like as incremental as it is, it's wider now. Same thing. Clemson is trying to close the gap with Clemson, and they weren't able to do that. Um, and so I got more about Clemson, but I'll get to him. I really like Antonio Williams. Again, freshman receiver. How does a 5'11 freshman receiver, no matter how good he is, how does that kid break in and be Clemson's leading receiver? All right, they got a roster full of guys, 6'3", 6'4", 6'5", upperclassmen. And so that was great because he's a really, really good player, but there's more to that. I think one of the Florida State teams, Matt, I was thinking about this in the break, and there was Chip McManus. Will you reset why you were thinking about it? uh, the, oh, well, you had said about three quarterbacks starting in a season, and there was a Chip Ferguson, Danny McManus, I think Peter Tom Willis one year. Did they win, did they win the title? No. No, then that doesn't it count. Was a, it was a one-loss. Okay, so what are you doing? I just said you have to win the championship or go undefeated and have three. I'm working on this. you got to come. You get so sidetracked There's with this stuff. There's something in there. And Texas in 83, that was the 11-1 and team that played Georgia in the Cotton Bowl. Got to be 10-9. You're, so. doing, you're doing great. Was that your whole CFT? I've got one more I'm thinking about. I'm trying to. Oh, I'm done with CFT. There's another one I'm, I'm, I'm going through. Atlanta on the College Football Voice of the South, 680. The fan. And I know there's the internet. It's fun to come up with it on your own, though. That's the fun part. Play, yeah, a, little, play a little game. Keeps your mind fresh. Uh, so during one of the breaks, I was talking to uh, Brian Montravius Hoyt and yeah. Brandon Joseph and Daniel Matthews and Justin, middle name the last name intern. And uh, somehow we started discussing, oh, because normal, this happens in normal work environments. I said, name quickly, uh, Dallas Maverick of the 1980s. Why? Uh, who knows? Oh, I would have said uh, Rolando Blackman. Uh, same with me. Or I would have said Derek, Derek Harper. Harper, Roy Tarpley. Like, we would have gone back. For a back minute, to... Adrian Danley until they traded him for Mark Aguirre. Mark Aguirre. Now, they're not sports fans. Oh. So they were stomped. One said Jason Kidd. Somebody said Dirk. It was just not a good, it was not good. Jason Kidd in 1989 would have been about 11. Right. And so we went there, and then somehow Hoyt starts going on NBA Jam the old uh, video game, to see who the Mavericks were on the game. If you don't remember NBA Jam. It was fun. It was two stars on one team playing two-on-two, and you would jump out of the gym and yell, Boom Shakalaka when you dunked. Boom Shakalaka! And it didn't really matter if... He's heating up. If you were playing five-on-five and it was the best team versus the worst team, then, okay, you're going to get smoked. You could kind of win with any two that you got really good at. At the time, I loved the game, and it, it's great nostalgia. They did a really poor job of picking two players per team. The like one, my wife always says, not tonight. I don't think that was in the game. I don't. Charlotte remember. had, did they have Kendall Gill and Larry Johnson, Grandmama? I'll tell you. 
but the Dallas Mavericks had Derek Harper and Mike Luzzolino. Now, I went and I, I don't remember Mike Luzzolino. Okay, uh, post guy? No, no. Uh, he's a point guard. 5'10", 175. No. Yeah, he averaged nine points a game. Why would the, the makers of NBA Jam decide Derek Harper and Mike Luzzolino needed to be the two guys for NBA Jam? Now, I said to Chuck, do you remember the two Hawks? Because I had forgotten it was Dominique and Stacey Augman. Like, what, what are we doing? That's, I don't think they played together, but for a year. So I was looking at the best of worst. I was thinking of Alan Ogg. Why wouldn't you think of Alan Ogg, stiff white guy, Indiana? Uh, UAB. UAB. Sorry. So I was looking at the best and then the worst teams on NBA Jam, and, and it didn't matter to have a post and a, and a, a point guard. I for, thought that they were kind of like give you two different guys, I thought. So I'll give you an example. Like the Suns had Barkley and Marley together. That's so you, a, that was a fantastic. Two, yeah. two forwards. You had the Knicks with Ewing and Oakley. Who the hell's handling the ball in the, in that scenario? It's a, I know it's a, kind of a half-court thing, but the Golden State Warriors had Tim Hardaway and Chris Mullen. You better be shooting threes. Here hey. it comes. Boom shakalaka. Pat Ewing will back you down. And then what about Oak? He'd knock you over. Yeah, he'd rebound and pass back to Patrick. Orlando had Shaquille and Scott Skiles. The doctor just told him to turn his head and cough. I don't think that was actually in the game. That was no. The Blazers had Drexler and Terry Porter. How did the Rockets not win every game in NBA Jam? They had Hakeem and Kenny Smith. Boom shakalaka! The best team, according to NBA Jam, in these rankings was Reggie Miller and Detlef Shrimp with the Pacers. Malone and Stockton was really good. It had to be. But you had a post and you had a, uh, a guard. The Nets had Derek Coleman and Drazen Petrovic. May That's rest fantastic. in peace. Right? You don't know Drazen Petrovic. He's a, he could handle itch. and shoot. It's itch. What did I say? It's an ick. Now, when the second one came out, the Sonics had Kemp and Detlef Shrimp. What did you call them? Shrimp. Shrimp? Shrimp. Are you new here? Detlef Shrimp. Can you replay? Detlef, Detlef Shrimp. No. Detlef Shrimp. <laughs> Say it that way. Shrimp. So you can get your dunk on right. while also shooting your threes. All right. you did, and you could did great. get someone pregnant. Low-key Miami, Glenn Rice, and Roni Cycli. All right, back up. You, just, you stepped all over. Chuck's Sean Kemp had a lot of kids joke. A, let's just, yeah, we, we, we went past that. You had Cycli and who there, BJ? Glenn Rice. Glenn Rice. Uh, Rice, dead-eye, three-point shooter. Now, it was Rony Turioff. Yeah, Rony. It was, was Ronnie Cycli, right? right? Piston. one in. Wow. Don't be you. <laughs> the Pistons. The Pistons had Isaiah Thomas and Bill Lambeer. I could hate them in the game, too. Now, wait a minute. Did Michael not license anything here? Because, you know, the Bulls had Pippen and Horace Grant. So Michael probably had his own game or something. Oh, it was like Barry Bonds when he came pulled out of the Players Association. You can't use my name. Originally, it was Larry versus Magic, and then it became Larry, Larry versus Michael. Michael. That was and, a computer game. And that's where it ended okay. for Michael. I love the computer version of Larry versus Magic. and or Yeah, yeah that's how it started. So Jordan likes Shaq. Only uh, Shaq only appears in the arcade version. Okay, because they could not license him license him for the video game, the home version. Jordan would not sign up for anyone because they couldn't pay him enough. Meanwhile, Jordan, I just just turned sixty and gave ten million dollars. Make a wish to Make a Wish Foundation for charity. Here's ten million, just because I turned uh, sixty. The Sacramento Kings on NBA Jam had Spud Webb and Wayman Tisdale. They lost. <laughs> uh, the Sixers had Jeff Hornacek and Hersey Hawkins. Did you say Charlotte already? You got it right. You said Kendall and LJ. Yeah, that was good. That was a fun team, man. You know Grand- Grandma could do whatever the hell. Like, honestly, Larry Johnson by six five. Let me give you the Cavs. Mark Price, Brad Doherty. Oh, that's fun. That's good. You hit your free throws, too. That's very them. good. The Nuggets had to Kembe and Lafonso Ellis. Who's going to handle the ball? 
The uh, Timberwolves had Chuck Person and Christian Leitner. Chuck Person has some legal issues. You know what, though? He never shied away from a shot. Rifleman. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. uh, the Celtics had Kevin McHale and Reggie Lewis. May he rest. The Bullets had Tom Gugliotta and Harvey Grant, one member of the uh, Grant Brothers Challenge. So both Grant Brothers were in the game, Chuck. Googs is willing to step in. I mean, he... By the way, Googs had another one. Never minded a shot. If Googs thought he was open, they he had, was open in a phone booth. They had something for a minute in Minnesota with Marbury, Googs, and... KG. K, yeah. yeah. Just they, for a minute. Did they make a conference final? Just for a minute. Against the Lakers. The, yeah. Uh, the Bucks in, in NBA Jam had Blue Edwards and Brad Lowhouse. Blue Edwards was a hell of a ball player. Uh-huh. It is a little strong. Blue How about Edwards. we play a little old school double dribble? Double dribble. Even better. Shoot no from the corner. stupid ass shots from the corner because that's a glitch in the software. Game on. Never missed in the corner. Blue, Blue was an NBA player. If you had a friend who was dumb and played double dribble, you could always do it because he didn't understand. You couldn't miss from the corner. Go on to three. You got to get out there, Cleveland. I'm trying. He's taking advantage of poor technology. <laughs> the Lakers had Worthy and Vladi Divac. What a great time, but crappy choices and players. Why would that... 93-94 was... So Doc was gone because he was traded for Stacey Ogman. He couldn't use Doc. Spuds in Sacramento. We didn't have Mookie yet. I guess Steve Henson wouldn't have made maybe, for a good... No, that was, may have been the Ramil Robinson year. Oh, the real deal, and Ramil. And they didn't want to put Ramil on. Ramil was the coolest guy around. He couldn't play, but he looked great. Yeah, I think Ramil's had some issues as well. I think he might have. Yeah, he may be... Um, for those who don't remember, he was a top 10, I believe, pick of the Hawks yeah, after he was. Michigan won the championship in like 1990. He made the shot. And they got uh, Ramil the real deal. And you could get someone pregnant. Thank you, Charles. I mean, we all have mostly done that. Most of us. <laughs> Coming up next, the Braves haven't had three of these in over two decades. A broken down third baseman. <laughs> Look how proud of yourself you are. Another shot at Coach Larry. No, that was Troy Wells. That's fair. He played first here, though. Never forget that. We'll talk about uh, the Braves not having three of these in 20 years next. It's a Wednesday with Chuck and Chernoff on the fan. That means game time. You can start lining up. We'll play a Wednesday game time in five minutes. It's a Valentine's Day edition of What's in My Mouth. What's in my mouth? A day late. Calendar's tricky. Snuck up on us. So we'll let you guys guess what's going to be in Dan's mouth. But more appropriately, can he guess what's in his mouth? And you could win if you... It's a wiener! <laughs> can help <laughs> assist him in that game. How do we let counting sneak up on us, like for the 100 days before 99 problems? It's, hap- do, it's happened for years. How do I, let I don't know. A fixed date. Because I think they move Valentine's Day year after year, it's right? Not, no, it's not, I mean, it's, th- it's not Thanksgiving. It's not the 25th one year. and Jumped up on us. So I uh, start lining up at 404-231-1680. We have, uh, what, Dave Matthews Band tickets, Cody Johnson tickets, and more. So we'll play with you guys coming up in a moment. Chuck, in my hands, I hold fresh off the presses the odds for the National League Cy Young Award for 2023 from betonline.ag. If I told you the Braves had three of the top 15 in the odds to win the Cy Young Award, that probably would not surprise you when you know the Braves returning Max Fried, Spencer Strider, and Kyle Wright. Now, Sandy Alcantara is the favorite. He was the winner a year ago. 
Corbin Burns, Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer are all the top four. Then it's Freed at five, Spencer Strider at seven, Kyle Wright at 15, and Charlie Morton gets mentioned at 22. The reason I bring that up, I can make a case that three Braves pitchers could all win the Cy Young this season, and I could make a legitimate argument for all three, and it wouldn't be ridiculous at all. It's the first time we can do that since the golden days, the days of Maddox, Glavin, Smoltz. Now, none of these guys are Maddox, Glavin, Smoltz, nor would I ever compare them. It's not fair. But if I told you, yeah, Max Fried could win the Cy Young, you'd go, yeah, makes sense. He was number two last year in the vote. If I told you Kyle Wright builds on his season a year ago and wins the Cy, you'd go, okay, he won 21 games, had a 3-1-9 ERA a year ago. I get it. And if I told you Spencer Strider could win the Cy Young, you'd say, okay, if he's healthy, why not? He's got that kind of talent. Now, I don't know if any of them will win the award. Frankly, I would bet against it happening. But the fact that we can have the conversation where I can make a legitimate case for three starters in one rotation yet again adds to what I've said. This is the deepest team at all levels in the National League. And if healthy, these three guys are a part of the reason why. Those are just the obvious ones. but The ones that you could kind of, anybody would look at and go, okay, well, these three, if I have to pick three. A year ago, we wouldn't have identified two of those three. It would have just it just been freed. Yeah, would it be shocking to see Mike Soroka or Ian get right and get there back? There could be somebody bounce right back into it. The um, seasons, Max Freed a year ago was 14-7 and seven with a 2-4 ERA. Again, I think he finished second in Cy Young voting. Kyle Wright was 21-5 and five with a 3-1. And I think he figured so much out that, well, he probably won't have that same season. I'm not worried of him falling off. He figured out I have all these weapons and the confidence to use them. What he did in the postseason game against the Phillies, remember the Braves didn't hit that day. They didn't hit in the series, really. But that told me so much about him because I was, I was always just waiting for the time when he would fall back to Kyle and the confidence would wane. It didn't. Now that the season is over and it doesn't really matter, but I thought it was cool, Braves had a 20-game winner. They did. And then add to it, Spencer Strider, who didn't spend the full season here. He's the one that still has the highest ceiling. I mean, he's got ludicrous stuff. The strikeout numbers were through the roof. If he's healthy and makes 30-plus starts, again, I have no fear about Spencer taking a step back because his stuff is just too damn good. Whether they win the award or not, I have no idea. But this is the first time in two decades I can say, three guys with the Braves, they can win a Cy Young. Spencer is, ooh, Spencer is pitching tonight against uh, the Giants. I'm going to watch. Or... He is ooh guy. There's an ooh. Ooh. Yeah, there's no question. There isn't a... Spencer is one of the few guys in baseball that brings the ooh. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. It's Wednesday and it's 4.30. That means it's game time on Chuck and Chernoff. Today we are playing What's In My Mouth. And now your host, a man who's had his cousin's tongue in his mouth, Brian Hoyt. That open never gets comfortable, does it? 
again, when you find out it's a step cousin. You found out before you kissed her. Yeah, I did. So you found me. Oh, I just kissed her and found out. No, you found out days before and you still kissed her. Because it was a step cousin. I don't think that's no, that's you, just a random person that has no relation okay, to on. you. This is the only good way this story works out. You made out with her, and then three days later, you realized she was your cousin. Step, right. cousin, whatever. I didn't know. I found out later. All right, so next week we'll play a game called Kissing Your Step Cousin or Not, and we'll just bring in women, <laughs> and you have to tell by kissing them if or, they're your step cousin or not. What if the game has a different twist that you know they're your step cousin, and then you get the choice to kiss them? Or Anyways. DeLorean took you back in time and you made out with your mom. She wasn't your mom yet, though, and she was hot. I've explained this to you forever. He Marty knew it was his but mother. But it wasn't his mom. It wasn't anybody's so, mom. She why, was 17 years old why at a high school he, dance, and she was hot. Why didn't he bang her? Because he was fading out of the Polaroid. No, because he knew it was his mother, you sick son of a... It's when he kissed her in the car, and she said, I don't know, something's weird. It's like kissing my brother. And he's like, no, you're my mother. Anyways, Sorry, today, sidetracked. today is What's In My Mouth Valentine's Day edition. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Normally, we give it to Chuck and Dan. However, Chuck has stopped playing this game, so it will just yeah, be Dan. Yeah, I don't Dan, like this game at all. It will just be Dan Matthews that will be putting things in his mouth. Mm -hmm. yeah. I will tell the callers and the listeners what it is. All you have to do is decide whether that is Dan will know what's in his mouth or not in his mouth. Now, this is a Valentine's Day edition. So, Dan, everything will be love-related. Correct. Oh. Okay. Okay. Dan has got a... Uh, a Almost a wrestling type mask covering his eyes. Are you really? Can you not see out of the bottom? I can't. I really can't. I've double folded it, so we're good to go. All right, very good. Let me bring in our first caller, and again, Hoyt will tell the caller what the item is. The rest of us will not hear it, and then Dan will have to put it in his mouth. Mike joins Chuck and Chernoff on the fan for a Wednesday game time. Mike, how are you? Doing well. How are you? Oh, we're better than Dan. So uh, take a listen. Yeah, Brian Hoyt is going to tell you, Mike, what Dan is going to put in his mouth. And then we'll go through with the exercise. Blueberry muffin lube. All right. Blueberry muffin Wait, it's talking lube. Mike right now. All right. Now, Mike, you know the item that is about to go in Dan's mouth. Do you think he will know what's in his mouth or not? I'm going to say yes. All right. Yes. Dan is, is drinking some sort of a liquid. It is in his mouth. Dan, do you you say, Mike thinks you'll know it. Do you know what it is in your Put mouth? Put it in your mouth. <laughs> is it yogurt? That was... Oh. Not in your mouth. Oh, sorry, buddy. I don't want to be wrong if that's my guess. Ah, uh, Dan, that was uh, chocolate warming gel, otherwise known as... Uh, See... Otherwise known as... All right. Can I say the word? Lubricant. So, when he said the other day that he was going to an adult store, I did not expect that it was going to be this. I apologize. I had that wrong. So that was going to be like a white chocolate penis? Well, it, it is Valentine's Day, Chuck, and certain people show their love in different ways. So I thought maybe Mrs. Point was going to be the beneficiary. So that, Oh, some love cuffs. That last item I was wrong about, that was actually the blue uh, blueberry muffin lubrication. Okay. Sorry about that, yeah, Dan. That's awesome. That was not a yogurt. Okay. He liked it, though. I mean, it had, like, kind of a yogurt, you know, consistency. Hey, 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 let's let's move along. It's been using fruit on the bottom. I mean, it's been done. We're, we're good. Here's Randall with Chuck and Chernoff on the fan for a Wednesday game time. Randall, how are you? Doing great. How about you? We're awesome. Now, Brian Hoyt is going to tell you the item that Dan Matthews is going to put in his mouth, and all you have to determine is whether Dan will know it. Yes or no. So Hoyt is talking to the caller, Randall, right now. Edible the rest of us will find out as Dan underwear. has the item. Edible underwear. Right. He is now... Going to put it in his mouth. Randall, you know the item. Do you think Dan will recognize what's about to go in his mouth? I think he will. All right. Uh, Dan, if you would go through it and put it in your mouth. Put it in your mouth. <laughs> is it a now later? All right. There it goes. 
Dan is chewing on something. Is it uh, an airhead? Describe- that was not in your mouth. Oh, not in your mouth, but describe what what did it the consistency, it's the taste? Taffy. It's kind of like an airhead. Taffy. It's got a, it's got a kind of a chewiness do, to it. Do you want an additional bite that you're not required to have? Uh, I'm good, Chuck. Are you oh. sure? Uh, okay. Sounds delicious. All right. Uh, what you actually put in your mouth there was edible underwear. Oh, okay. Edible underwear. Do you, oh, look, he took another bite. Look at Dan likes it. He, look, Danny likes it. Okay, very good. Yeah, so it's like gummy bear-ish sort of something. Kind of like uh, not fruit by the foot. What was the other? Uh, it, it, uh, never fruit roll-up. Fruit roll-up. Fruit roll-up. Fruit roll-up. Have, yeah. have you ever uh, had edible underwear? In I your can't mouth? say I have. Okay. Mm. Sounds delicious. Thank you, Dan. Here's James, who joins Chuck and Chernoff on the fan for a Wednesday game time. James, how are you doing? I'm good, Matt. How are you doing? I'm good. I don't have to put this stuff in my mouth. So <laughs> Put it in your mouth. It's a, it's a big win for me. Put it in your right. butt. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Hoyt is going to tell uh, James, the contestant, what is going in Dan Matthews' uh, mouth here on this Wednesday Game Time edition of What's in My Mouth. Rose right, petals. Now the caller knows Rose exactly what's in Dan Matthews or going in his mouth. James, do you think Dan will recognize what's about to go in his mouth? I think he will. Think you will. All right, Dan, if you would do the honor and put it in your mouth. Put it in your mouth. (laughs) All right, Dan, before you guess at it, describe what's in your mouth. You took a big swig. Is it a... Is this like a an actual flower? I don't know. You tell me what's it. Is it is it crispy? Is it crunchy? Is it soft? Is it, it, it smells like an actual flower? Smells like. But what is the consistency in your mouth? Uh, like a plant. Like a plant. It's like a plant. So what? You, your final answer? A, a flower. That was in your mouth. Yeah, yeah, edible. Edible flowers, right? That was rose petals, Daniel Matthews. Okay. You just ate a rose petal, so your breath is going to smell like a fresh. Beautiful Valentine's bouquet. You can hear Rose. Nice work, Dan. Nice work, buddy. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. Enjoy James, the show. James, here is uh, Justin, the intern, since you're a big winner, to tell you what you won. You won tickets to Dave Matthews Band live at Ameris Bank Amphitheater in Alpharetta on July 25th. This show will sell out, and you don't have to buy them, so save your money and get ready to bring the party. And then hit up the drive-thru on the way home, because you know why. Now back to the guy who loves him, some overrated in and out Matt Chernoff. I, that's not my bag. That's the Hoyt in these guys. I don't wait for burgers. I'm, I'm too important. Burgers are brought to me. Here's our next contestant, Kevin, for a Wednesday game time on The Fan. Hi, Kevin. Hi. How's your mom? Huh? She's still she's still dead. It's okay. Why? How's your mom? No, she's, she's retired. Oh, well. I'm glad your mom's dead. Feel like she's still with us. I feel like we've had a great interaction right here. Uh, Kevin, hold on as Brian Hoyt is going to tell you what Dan Matthews is going to put in his mouth. 100% unsweet cocoa. All right. Now, uh, Kevin knows. The audience knows. Uh, Kevin, do you think Dan will know what's about to go in his mouth? I think so. I think so. All right, Dan, if you would do the honors, put it in your mouth. Melts in your mouth, not in your hands. Hmm. Here it goes. He's taking a swig of it. It looks... Is it a... Is it a Oh, my God. What's well, that? describe it before you tell us. He just spit some of it out. Some of it came flying out of his mouth. I don't know what it is, by the way. I have no idea. Put it in your mouth. Is that semi-sweet chocolate? Is it a chocolate? Are you, are you guessing that? Is that a drink? Was it a... Was it a no, it was a powder, and it completely dried out my mouth. Powdering. You're telling me it's a powder? It's kind a, of... It's a semi, semi-sweet chocolate powder. Semi-sweet chocolate powder like kind of life. All right. Kind is it, of, yeah. Is it a semi-sweet chocolate kind of powder? That was... In your mouth. Hey. Did that come from the sex shop too? 
That was 100% unsweet cocoa. There we go. Dan Matthews. Nobody knows what's in his mouth more than Dan. I, I, I dabble in the kitchen a little bit. Kevin, congratulations. Mm, uh, you're sounds a big... delicious. Can't tell by my appearance, can you? No. Here's uh, Justin the intern to tell you what you've won. You've won a pair of tickets to see Cody Johnson live on April 28th. He has a CMA award for single of the year for his song, Till You Can't. Well, you can go to his show because you are a winner. Not back to the guy who can't in his own house, Matt Chernoff. Ah. That's not wrong. <laughs> I wish I could have some snappy retort, but that's... They sell groceries at Love Shack? Don't play coy with us, Chuck. What is the... Don't play coy. Nestle Instant Quick. Uh, there's a membership card you get, and you have access to other items. So every item, for every fifth item you buy, you get a sixth free. That might be the, the cocoa. Off the menu items, too. That's right. Outstanding. Steven joins Chuck and Chernoff on the fan for a Wednesday game time. Steven, how are you? I'm good. I'm better than Dan. I have a beer in my mouth. Yeah, you're God a winner. Bless you, buddy. You're a winner. All right, uh, Brian Hoyt is going to tell Steven and the audience what's about to go in Dan's mouth. A kielbasa. It will be a kielbasa. All right, very good. So now, Steven, you know and the audience knows Dan doesn't. Do you think Dan will not yet? Do you think Dan will know what's about to go in his mouth? Yes, he will. Okay. Dan, go ahead and open wide. Put that in your mouth. Put it in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) No, you didn't put it in your mouth. I mean, open wide. Get that in. Put it in your mouth. Get it in there. Is this a sausage? Put No, take a bigger bite. I'm I'm not taking a bite. You didn't didn't do it. Put it in your mouth. The game is what's in your mouth. It was in your mouth. It wasn't in his mouth. in my mouth. No, it's too early. I need to see that go. There you go. Take a big bite. If he's got a guess, give the man a guess. All right, what do you think, Dan? It's a sausage. You think it's a sausage of some kind? Is it a sausage? That was in your mouth. Ah! The specific you were looking at. Chuck, that was a kielbasa. You're Dan took the whole kielbasa. You're jamming the kielbasa all the way down your throat. <laughs> way to go, Dan. You're very proud of that summer uh, stock. When you were in the theater, did you ever work with a kielbasa? <laughs> That's not part of the tour. Congratulations to Steven. Dan recognized the kielbasa. Oh, God. Here's Justin, the intern, to tell you what you want. <laughs> You've won tickets to Dave Matthews Band live at Ameris Bank Amphitheater in Alpharetta on July 25th. Now get there early. You don't want to miss Dave playing his new version of Crash Into Me that takes 30 minutes to play. Make sure you dress the part and put on your cargo shorts. Now speaking of cargo shorts, now back to the guy who only thinks they're in fashion, Matt Chernoff. I haven't owned cargo shorts since 2014. Why why are you attacking me, Justin? All right, let's play one more round with... uh, Here's uh, Jason on the fan with Chuck and Chernoff. Jason, welcome to Wednesday Game Time. Hey, how you doing? We're great. Uh, Jason, take a listen. Brian Hoyt's going to tell you in the audience what is about to go in Dan's mouth. An erotic oral restraint made out of candy. An erotic oral restraint made out of candy. All right, so now Jason knows, the audience knows, Dan Matthews. Put it in your mouth. Here we go with an item about to go in your mouth. Oh, God. Is that a... <laughs> you are not putting a ball game. <laughs> that is not happening. I, let's call it an erotic oral restraint, please, Dan. Was it an erotic oral restraint in Dan's <laughs> That was in your mouth. Hang on. I would like that. that one's made of candy, though. You can eat that. I, I'm, Sounds I'm delicious. Like you, Chuck. I'm not doing sugar right now. Oh. <laughs> the video of that will be the most... Viewed thing in the history of the radio well, just station. Just take it with you. Just take it with you. Go ahead. If, and if you're not watching on the stream, let me tell the audience. Leave it up for donation. If you saw the scene in Pulp Fiction, 
you'll recognize what just happened with Brandon Joseph and Dan Matthews and the <laughs> the erotic oral restraint. I was trying to stuff an egg in my mouth at first, and I was like, all right, I I'm not playing this game. You fought it. I give you credit. I, 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 dance, I, I do the dancing bear to okay. a certain point. So I'm assuming that also came from the sex shop. No, that was Kroger. Now, I mean, I'm sorry, I'll, it was I'll, on the frozen foods aisle. I'll, what do you think? I'll six. Drew yeah, Hill's no location. Question. Never mind. No more questions. Yeah. Where do you think it came from? No, I don't know. You I'm said sorry. it that quick. I apologize. We went to Walgreens. You said the head quick. I didn't go down Walgreens and I was, oh, look, I can get deodorant and then there's ball gags. And no. Gauze, everything, and oral then ball Oral restraint. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Erotic oral restraints. Yeah. And, all right, congratulations, Jason. Here's Justin, the intern, to tell you what you won. You won a pair of tickets to see Cody Johnson live on April 28th at Ameris Bank Amphitheater. He'll be performing hits off his album, Human, the double album, which means it's two albums for the price of one. Speaking of two for the price of one, now back to Matt Chernoff. What, what does that mean? What, I don't even know what the, what a two, what, uh, okay. All right, everybody, there you go, a successful edition of Valentine's Day edition of What's in My Mouth. What's in my mouth. A day late. Thank you, Dan. Excellent job. Coming up next. <laughs> so glad management's in the Bahamas, my God. Oh, they've landed now. We're good. Oh, great. Uh, coming up next, a clutch the pearls moment. It's approaching college football fans in our city. Hey, you want a free pearl necklace? Not making it better. The not Southern make, girls love the pearl necklace. Not making it better. Come on, guys. But really we actually shouldn't be surprised at all. What? What is happening here? All right. So now Jason knows. The audience knows. Dan Matthews. Put it in your mouth. Here we go with an item about to go oh, in. Oh God. <laughs> Chuck and Chernoff on the fan. Valentine's Day edition of the What's in My Mouth game was a huge hit. Huge success. Dan is a, a trooper. Good sport, and we appreciate it. We're with you till 630 tonight. Chuck wanted a little bonus time tonight. We'll get a little bonus CNC until Georgia Tech and Virginia Tech. Ramblin' Wreck tip-off show at 630, and then tip with the Jackets and the Hokies at 7 o'clock. Chuck, stay connected. All your latest news. Your favorite fan shows. They're all driven on the fan app, driven by Beaver Direct. Beaver Direct, the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Visit beavertoyotaofcoming.com to see what wow, wow really means. Download that fan app now in the iTunes and Google Play Store. So I'm told by uh, me amigo Chuck Oliver that a clutch the pearls moment is approaching for college football fans in Atlanta. It is. We shouldn't be surprised, I don't think, at all. Uh, having the SEC championship game in my backyard isn't actually my right, and it likely will become a road show. Now, Sankey was talking last week. He had a comment about uh, – he was asked about a lot of stuff, but he had mentioned uh, – he was asked about the SEC championship game being like a lot of SEC properties. Um, and he commented that we are under contract and we have a great relationship with Atlanta, which uh, those were just factual statements. But the game itself is contractually locked into Arthur's crib until 2027. I believe it will be just like almost everything else in sports, which is for sale, which is up for bid. Who got to do re me? Uh, the College World Series. No, they re-up 50 years in Omaha. City of Omaha built them a fancy, new, gorgeous, multi-multi-multi-million dollar stadium. Um, so everything's for sale. Um, now, here's the good part. 
because we've gotten used to it. Like the the number one game of the entire season outside of playoff games is right in our backyard, and it has been for most of us all our lives. Um, the game being up for bid does not eliminate Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It just means that our our birthright as residents here, the 11th commandment, at least since 94, uh, that we get the number one non-playoff game for the entire season just down the street every single December. That is not happening anymore. Got to submit and propose and make, a, make an offer. We could lose it. I uh, don't want to lose it, but at the same time, I think it's kind of cool if it moved around. Be something fun about SEC title game in Dallas one year, or Nashville, or Orlando. Start looking at the footprint that continues to grow with the addition of Oklahoma and Texas. It's great for our city, so I don't want to lose it for the commerce that it uh, and the revenue that it brings to us. But I'm okay with every once in a while, like, oh, uh, Georgia's going to play Alabama, and we can take a trip, and we're going to go to Dallas, or we're going to see, you know, uh, Georgia play Auburn, and the game's going to be in Orlando. Nice change of pace. I don't mind any of that. It was specifically about with a second league team in Texas. Uh, Do you move it out to one of the cities out there? With Houston or Dallas, fine. Sankey didn't really answer. He just talked about how much he loves Atlanta. Yeah, until he sees the price tag that that they're going to get for it. I don't blame him. Media Days is, that threw a bone to Hoover because they needed a place to deposit it after pandemic. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It took him two years to realize the SEC title game outgrew Birmingham. It did, but I've said this before. SEC Media Days is more fun in a quaint little Birmingham. I agree. It needs to be there, but it's for sale because if they can make a dollar. Of course. This is just like the NFL draft when, yeah. think how long it took for the folks in, in New York to say, oh, we can get bids on this and we can make it a weekend. And we, No. We're having it at a hotel ballroom. Like, there's a prom here tonight. Correct. It's the same thing that's going to happen now with the AFC and NFC championship games. These leagues are always, because eventually you're going to run out of stuff. And their biggest fear is running out of stuff to sell and to make more revenue. Stagnant revenue is not what these leagues are ever about. So the yeah, SC- they turned the combine into primetime TV inventory. But I also wonder when that's going to start moving all around. Why does it have to be Indy? But, but do it in Atlanta. Do it in South Florida. Do it in Vegas. Do it all these places and, and send it out to the highest bidder. College football, they have to have a list of, okay, what's left to sell. Now, the cool thing for them is with the college football playoff, all the playoff games could be up for bid. The revenue that they're going to create out of that is going to be impossible to to put a number on today but if you're the sec for sec media days if you're the big 10 if you're any of these i'm a little surprised that college football also wouldn't do a college football media day itself after the the conferences Um, just to try to come up with something else well the the conference hasn't really even advertised or publicized or they don't send out a whole lot even from spring meetings in destin and so that's another opportunity sure it is just Create days on your calendar, put a sponsor on it. It's the Pepsi SEC Media Days, or in this case, it was Dr. Pepper, or do any of this stuff, and let's do something with it. You know, I've often thought, too, what would it look like to have three spring games in one place? Try to jazz up the day, and we have a noon spring game, because spring games suck. Do a spring game at noon, do a spring game at four, do a spring game at seven. Give people a reason, I don't know if they would, but to travel, to try to make something out of it. Do a, you know, a big media day around it, do a big experience like you whatever just try to come up with something not all of it's going to work but you can the one thing these these leagues college or pro never want is stagnant when it comes to revenue so let's come up with something and try something different oh well that means Dabo is going to get his way there's going to be an exhibition game in august why not 
Of course there should be. There should have been one years ago. We're going to play one game, yep. and it'll be exactly two and a half weeks before the opener, and it'll be a controlled scrimmage, mm-hmm. and we will go down to Sanford Stadium. and We'll put the tickets half price than what they typically are. And one year, the SEC Network yes. will be able to televise it. The next year, the ACC TV Network. TV inventory. Now you're on to it. Get signed up at Atlanta Sports Travels or something like that. AtlantaRoadGames.net. Uh, I don't think either one. No, it's ATLSportsTrips.com, but now I'm going to have to buy all these domains. It's not good. Coming up next, it turns out a rich high school kid was right about Kirby's plan. Plan B? No, this is actually this is plan A. You don't have to worry about getting pregnant. <laughs> this is way off. Plus, it's clear now Rihanna was the biggest winner on Super Bowl Sunday. Whatever her name is. It's Rihanna. Pretty sure that's what I heard Mad Dog tell me. Rihanna was the big winner on Super Bowl Sunday. We'll tell you why next. It's time for the First Horizon Bank Business Update. Powered by Atlanta Business Chronicle. Whatever your business wants. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com. 